Welcome to the Authority of Love. My name is Greg Williams, and thank you once again for joining us on the broadcast or podcast, however you choose. Uh, now, when I said last Friday that this week we'd focus on Thanksgiving, well, obviously Thanksgiving, the holiday is coming on, but remember, it's more than just a day or a holiday. It's a lifestyle. So what I meant was we would continue our focus with a focus on marriage and our spouse, talking about ways to give thanks for our spouse, as each day this week, we will discuss how husbands can be grateful for their wives and wives for their husbands, wrapping it up on Friday by tying together marriage with Christmas to kick off our Christmas focus. We're going to be doing some of that as well, of course. Um, you can listen anytime at WJMM.com. Go to the, the, the site. Click on the podcast tab near the upper right, and then click on the Love and Lordship links. You'll hear today's message and the previous two days' messages. Also, you can see all of the videos if you want to do that, or the podcast videos are at vimeo.com, V-I-M as in mom, vimeo.com forward slash love and lordship, and the podcast at loveandlordship.podbean, P-O-D as in dog, B as in boy, podbean. B-E-A-N, podbean.com. That's loveandlordship.podbean.com. Let us know what you're thinking at loveandlordship.com or contact me at loveandlordship, all spelled out and together, at gmail.com. You might be our next guest or we might have some interesting quotes, whatever, we'd love to hear from you. Now, you likely know by the way that he makes you feel, ladies, wives, but what are some of those things that wives say over and over to assure them that they've won the marriage lottery? Today's message is entitled, Wives Who Win the Marriage Lottery. Okay? What, husbands? Now, pay close attention because today here we're going to discuss 10 of the most commonly stated things that happily married wives say in knowing that they hit the marriage jackpot. This is from the horse's mouth. I'm not calling any of you women horses. That's a slang phrase, right? It's literally from the mouths of wives. And here's what they say. Number one, she hears and sees, but she needs to hear him say, I love you often. Three simple, easy words that far too often go unsaid in many relationships. Wives that scored the marriage lottery hear these three words all the time. I love you. And then they see the actions that back them up. In line with this, Ephesians 5, 23 through 27 says, Husbands, you're the head of your wife. You know what that literally means? Your responsibility is to love her as Christ loved the church and gave his life for her. So say it and do it over and over again. I love you. Number two, he flirts a lot, but only with you. Flirting shows that your husband is doing the things, working at romance, we've talked about this before, to keep him young at heart and keep his love for you young at heart. Doesn't matter how old you are, you can do this, and I promise you that the feelings will follow the actions and the words. He does little things that he knows gives you the knots in your stomach or butterflies and often makes you smile to yourself. Isn't that nice? That's great, isn't it? Number three, it is obvious to you and to everyone else that he prioritizes you above all others, including himself and except for Christ. 
This is exactly how it should be in the commitment of marriage. Nothing, men, husbands, takes priority over your marriage and your wife except for Christ. And he actually blesses and enhances it. When you choose to follow through on this, you elevate her and she knows she's a winner in marriage and with you. Remember, marriage reflects Christ and his bride. So we should prioritize it accordingly. Ephesians 5, 32 and 33, Paul says, it's a mystery, but not anymore. When I'm talking about marriage, I'm talking about a husband and a wife. And in, 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 I'm talking about Christ and his bride, the church. Therefore, wives, respect your husbands. That's a command and a choice that you make. And husbands, love your wives. That's a command to you and a choice that we make, husbands. In so doing... And remembering that he signed on for better or worse. Number four, he makes every effort to comfort you when you're in difficult times without keeping score. Remember what I did when you were sick or when you lost your job, whatever? No, you do it out of love. No matter what you're facing, bad news, overburdened or stressed with work, kids, the house, etc., or you are constantly asking how you look in every outfit you have, right? Husbands, you're there to lift her up and hold her close physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. When you're her main source of comfort, she'll be able to handle whatever life throws at you, your marriage, her, and the family. 1 Peter 3, 7 says, you want to make sure your prayers are heard? Make sure you treat her like she's, this, the word is a weaker vessel, but it doesn't mean anything less. It just means it, the, the Greek word picture there, as we've talked about in the authority of love before, is an iron, an iron cast pot versus a ceramic vase. Men, we're the pot and they're the beautiful vase. Let's not be harsh in any way. Number five, he makes the day-to-day and mundane tasks fun. 1 Thessalonians 5.16 says, rejoice always. Well, there you go. What better way to do it than with your spouse in your marriage? Philippians 4.4 says, rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. It's usually easy to enjoy the fun, easy, doing things that we like kind of things, right? Most everyone does that. But love, and especially love for your wife, means that we bring an attitude of joy into everything we do with and for them. This is one of the greatest ways to let your wife know that she won the marriage lottery because this literally is how you make her life better. Count it a joy. Rejoice always. Number six, he encourages you to go for it. Whatever dreams you may have, your husband is determined to sacrifice his lifestyle, his goals, and dreams to place yours above his. Now, in modern day culture, even in many of our churches, people are going to scoff at this, but it's biblical. Ephesians 5, 25 through 27 and Philippians 2, 3 through 8 tell us exactly what Christ, the bridegroom, gave up for his bride. And part of that, it wasn't just his life. It was his lifestyle in heaven. He placed her needs above and her goals and her values above his. Now, in, in the long run, he won. He's going to win because his bride is going to be prepared for him, pure and spotless. 
But we, as the servant leaders, are supposed to give up ourselves first and our dreams and our goals so they can have theirs. And watch what begins to happen. That's exactly what Christ did for his bride, leaving and giving up all the glories of heaven to face all the struggles of earth in order to ultimately surrender his life on the cross for his bride. So go for it, ladies, in line with your love and respect for the Lord and for your lottery husband. Number seven, he's a hard worker. This not only reflects on his love for you, but even more so, and to your lottery winning advantage, his love for the Lord. Colossians 3.23 says, whatever your hands find to do, whatever you find to do, do it with all your heart as unto the Lord and not for men. If I'm doing it as a husband first for the Lord, then my marriage and my wife have to come next. So I make decisions based on that and I work accordingly. And everything the lottery winning wife's husband does, it's clear to you and to others that he puts his best effort forward for Christ, for you, and for your marriage, as well as children and family when they're in the picture. Number eight, he surprises you. Yeah, this is part of the romance. Yes, you got to work at it. It doesn't just come naturally. Maybe it's flowers, candy, a surprise date night or getaway just for the two of you, breakfast or coffee in bed, whatever it may be. He finds ways to surprise you, and I would add this, serve you. This is important, and you know it. Surprises that are in line with what you really like and cherish. Men, pay attention to that. Not what we like. Oh, I would love this, so I'll do it for her. Find out what she likes. Server and surpriser. So go ahead, ladies, wives. Drop hints. Remember, hints aren't always enough, though. Tell him what you like. You hit the jackpot when it comes to marriage and your husband, so don't be afraid to drop the hints and tell him. He'll follow through. In line with these surprises and servanthood, you hopefully find that he loves his mother and his mother-in-law. This may sound strange, but many men struggle with this, and it affects their marriage, negatively affects their marriage. But your husband knows that your mother-in-law, his mother, was the first woman that he lived with and loved, and she loved him. Your husband knows how to love and respect his mom while maintaining healthy priorities and boundaries that bless you and your marriage. He realizes the same about your mom, his mother-in-law, and treats her accordingly for the continued blessings in your life, in his life, and in your marriage. These relationships properly ordered, are good indicators as to how he treats you with love and respect as well. Finally, and this sort of wraps up many of these together with a nice Christmas bow and a year-round bow, okay? Number 10, he's humble and confident in who he is and as such liberally gives to you, including compliments. Whether this is your love language or not, and hopefully he's nailed that throughout these 10 lottery-winning actions, Words of affirmation are always a high indicator of a healthy relationship. He not only compliments you on your achievements, accolades, and how great you look, but he also praises you for your godly character. Read Proverbs 31, 10 through 31, and ladies, make sure that you're living that. 
makes it much easier for him to do his part. In line with this, he lets you know and lets others know that he's proud of you. Husband, that's the kind of godly man and lottery-winning husband that each of us needs to strive to be daily for our wives and our marriage. Wives, if your husband is not already there, pray for him and ask the Lord to make him a lottery jackpot kind of husband that not only blesses you, but your marriage, and it encourages you to do the same in return for him. Close with these thoughts. Does this list bring to mind your husband? If so, you hit the marriage lottery and married a man who helps fill your life with joy. Thank and praise the Lord for your husband and remember to pay back in kind and do the same types of things for him. Is there anything else your husband does that you would add to the list? Think about that and encourage him in it. Imagine what your Christmas and what every day would be like if you both strive to be this kind of spouse, a godly spouse, a godly spouse that reflects Christ to your spouse. Here's an action item. Take a mental or make a written inventory of any or all of this list that your spouse does for you. Work through the list and note what you do for your spouse and what you can do to improve your marriage by recognizing your lottery spouse and becoming one yourself. Begin to do so today. Join us tomorrow as we continue with more on marriage, husbands and wives, and in particular, men speak out on marriage. As with today's message, while our focus is on one spouse, we can't truly make sense of any of this without the cooperation and effort of both. So join us again, invite family, friends, and loved ones, even your enemies, to join us as well to hear this to help strengthen marriages and families. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day and God bless in Christ. Stay tuned for Bill Reeser and Encounter. I'm Greg Williams and you're listening to The Authority of Love.